boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Yes, welcome along as we talk greyhounds on RSN 927, our many racing radio relays, our social media as well. In a moment, Simone Fisher along. Plenty of guests on the show today. All of the latest in Greyhound news. It's Talking Greyhounds on RSN 927. And you are with Andrew Cuse and, of course, the main host of the show in Simone Fisher. Good morning, Simone. How are you? Good morning, Andrew. Very well, thank you. Lots of uh, news to talk about shortly, but uh, who are our special guests on the program today? We have Amanda Cameron, who is the General Manager at the Cranbourne Greyhound Racing Club, ahead of tonight's Cranbourne Cup Heats, and also Darren Puglio after last week's terrific Terrelgan Cup win with Poke the Bear. He also has out of range in the final of, at the Derby final tonight at Wentworth Park. Looking forward to chatting to those guests through the program today. What's making news around the kennels? As we do each week, we start by looking at some of the news around the uh, kennels. We start with news on Shona Thompson, Simone. Look, she could train a Kelpie to win a race at the moment, I think, Andrew. She's just proving to be a formidable force in the training ranks, uh, taking out the Terrelgan Cup last week with Poke the Bear, and she heads up to Wentworth Park tonight with Out of Range, um, its litter brother and the Silver Chief winner, to contest the $75,000 to the winner derby at Wentworth Park. Add to that uh, the unbelievable win of Extreme Magic last Friday night at the Meadows. Uh, she really is dominating the scene at the moment. Now, of course, you have uh, been training for a few years yourself. Um, do other trainers in between races, when Shona has a few minutes, try to pick her brains and just see what she's doing? <laughs> now, I know, obviously, a lot of our listeners will say, because she's got all the good dogs, but there is more to it than that. Is there anything that you can learn from a Shona Thompson being a trainer yourself? Oh, I think when we sit at the track, and I don't go that often. It's usually my husband, Andrew. I stay at home and do the dogs there. I think we just get away from talking about dogs. It's more about life. So um don't really pick her brains too much. But I guess you do you do chat generally and you might mm. pick up some tips. And, um, yeah, I think she's just a very hard worker. The family are all very involved. And they do get the good dogs, but they don't ruin them either, no, do the they? No, the more success you have, the more it kicks along into uh, dogs coming to your kennel. All right, well, good luck to Shona Thompson. Not that she needs too much <laughs> luck, as you say. All right, we're about shortly in the show to have Amanda Cameron from the Cranbourne Greyhound Club on, but uh, this, of course, is another aspect of the Gippsland Carnival and how many heats coming up on Saturday night? Uh, five heats tonight, Andrew. Uh, greyhounds such as Poke the Bear, Monster Fish, Uphill Jill have been drawn amongst others. Um, it is the fourth leg of the Gippsland Carnival and... Monster Fish, trained by Kate Gorman, is on top of the Gippsland leaderboard at the moment. Um, this goes over the four cups and he's on 44 points, but he will have to win or place tonight or in the final next week because he's only 10 points ahead of uh, Jezelenko, who's in the cup heat tonight as well. And also he's 20 points in front of Poke the Bear. But should Poke the Bear win and add 16 points, it sounds uh, quite a gap, but it's not 
really that they're quite close. Right, there's really. fourteen thousand to the winner. That's right. I, I thought he'd almost wrapped it up because he was already in front, Monster Fish, and then he came second. I actually thought that he'd actually had enough points, but gee, it's a tough uh, series to win. It is that to have that bonus um, on top. So. It's it's a great concept, I think. Um, Quick Jagger obviously won the Sale Cup over a longer distance, so he's not contesting these shorter races. But it's all going to be very interesting, especially when the heats are run and won, and um, we see who lines up in the final. Well, I believe someone's actually doing a master's degree in understanding the series <laughs> points and how they work. But uh, I'm sure it all works out. Uh, just joking there. It's a very good concept to have a series across all what has been a great Gippsland carnival. All right, um, away from Victoria, there's some big feature racing in Sydney. The Derby and Futurity finals tonight. Fernando Express and Out of Range were both the fastest qualifiers for the Derby. Robert Britton is concerned by Box 7 for Fernando Express, yet Shona Thompson isn't worried about drawing Box 4 with the Silver Chief winner Out of Range. Robert also has Slingshot Gypsy in the Futurity final, where she'll jump from Box 8. Terrific. And um, the rookie rebel Zoom Top and Tem Lee are getting closer. They certainly are. The box draws will be conducted for these races next Saturday night at the Meadows with the races to be won the, the re- week later. It's all a precursor to the big Australian Cup Carnival that will be run, will be, it will begin on the last week of February with the final to be the 3rd of March, the Saturday night. So plenty happening at the Meadows coming up in the next few weeks. And talking of the Meadows, Andrew, on Wednesday, uh, Andrea Daly in race two had seven out of the eight runners they all ran in the first seven placings. The only other runner finishing last. <laughs> really, that's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I guess in the history it would have happened where someone had the whole field, maybe even in a smaller number. But that is, uh, that's amazing. So um, would have cost her a lot in catching fees, and yeah. also <laughs> in terms of how many people did she have to recruit to get them? Uh, how did that work? Oh, out? I know my husband was one of them. It, it, look. Most trainers are pretty good. We understand sometimes you have dogs in running races. You might have two in one race, two in the, the next. So you effectively need three other people to get your greyhounds out. And, and people are willing to help. We're all in the same boat at some mm-hmm. time. So people um, do like to help out. You'll recall, Andrew, a few years ago, Paul Wheeler had seven out of the eight right. Melbourne Cup runners. Yes. Uh, so has happened. But I think, Andrea, she must have had about 20-odd dogs in, I think, on Wednesday because there was another race she had about six in. But... Um, yeah, all happening at the Meadows. All right, uh, some news on welfare at GRV. Certainly, GRV have introduced a new welfare initiative. It's called the Greyhound Recovery Initiative that was effective from February 1st. It is to financially assist participants whose dogs may have sustained a serious injury at a race meeting. The GRI will provide up to $1,500 to cover veterinary costs from any off-track veterinarian in Victoria. So that's um, great news as well. So a greyhound that may have, say, for instance, a broken leg, um, GRV will help contribute to the veterinary costs to get that greyhound back on its feet and... um, you know, f- fixed up and recover that either will be rehomed or may go on to race again. Who knows? There was some news from coursing as well. Heather Villinger has received the Noel Banks Medal for Outstanding Service to Coursing. Heather is the biggest supporter of coursing I know. Um, I'll try and get her on the show in a couple of weeks. She was on last year explaining about the whole coursing concept, but um, what an achievement for her, thoroughly deserved. And, Andrew, there was a couple of runs from last week that weren't mentioned on the show, and that was Rip and Sam in a handicap at the Meadows, Uphill Jill's win in the Australian Sprint at Sandown, and the Maidment Memorial over the 595. 
that saw Fanta Bale send out the favourite. However, Hecton Bale continued to impress and took his uh, winnings to win number nine from 20 starts. Fanta ran second. There was also the run of Extreme Magic at the Meadows. It was absolutely outstanding as well. All right, we're well underway in this edition of Talking Greyhounds. In just a moment, uh, Darren Puglio will take our call to talk about uh, Poke the Bear's performance from last weekend. This is Talking Greyhounds on RSN 927. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts February 17 at the Meadows. Top quality greyhound racing with family entertainment including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. Get yourself ready at themeadows.org.au. Doggy News. From start to finish. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Racing, Ice Cool Caden came out fairly well. Showing pace was Tugger and right down the outside, Monster Fish with a good dash early. So it's Monster Fish the leader. Going up Tugger on the outside, Poke the Bear got to a handy second. Then came Tugger a further back, then came Reckoning. Well back was Ice Cool Caden with the spring to win. Then Tito Mojito and last was My Blue Day off the back straight. Monster Fish a narrow leader. Poke the Bear is coming off on the outside very quickly. It's Monster Fish in front, but Poke the Bear, the big white dog, Poke the Bear won it. Second monster fish, third goes to Reckoning, then came Spring to win. In behind those was Tuggera, Tito Mojito, Ice Cool Caden and My Blue Day at the tail. And a great run by Poke the Bear at 30.04. Paul Hammond was the call there on RSN 9-7, the Terrelgan Cup. Poke the Bear, a striking coloured dog, of course, as well as being a very good runner. And Darren Puglio joins us on the show, Simone. Good morning, Darren. Gee, you must uh, love hearing those three words, Poke the Bear. Yeah, yeah, it is good. <laughs> uh, listening to that replay a week on, uh, it must still give you that buzz. Oh, look, definitely does. Yeah, look, major thrill. Um, yeah, to see him finally get through and break break through on a group race is, um, oh, I think it's he deserves it. Um, yeah, big thrill. How long have you been breeding for with the family? I know you and your father Michael are involved in all this, and your uh, extended family, perhaps. Yeah, look, I moved out to Langwarren uh, 15 years ago, and Dad's always had dogs at home. He's been in Mulgrave, and uh, always wanted to to get into the breeding side. So, my wife and I purchased five acres about 15 years ago, and um, had a had a brew bit or had a bitch that Dad had raced, um, and decided to, to to get her in a pup, and basically started from there, and and we've kept the line going throughout. And um, yeah, we're, 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 we we are where we are today. Yeah, a lot of, uh, I guess, heartbreak along the way as well, Darren. But these moments, it's taken, like you say, fifteen years, but seem to make it all worth it, don't they? Yeah, look, certainly do. Look, there's been a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> Trust me. Um, you know, it's not easy. Everyone knows that. It's uh, it's quite hard and frustrating at times, and you wonder why you do it. <laughs> it's it's not cheap and. You put the best in, you don't get the results, and, and now you're starting to get the reward. And, and, you know, look, to be honest, this is where I sort of started this plan 15 years ago to get where we are today by going out to a, to an imported sire and um, to generate, to regenerate the line and get it back to where we are today. And, yeah. A, a very good move, wasn't it? Like, a, what a, a terrific job you've done to look outside the box and, and you getting the results now um yeah a, a remarkable effort really yeah yeah look it's um it's been good and you know we had some advice along the way from a lot of people and yeah you, you sort of take bits and pieces from everyone and, and make your own decision in the end 
Well, you you've got to back yourself. At the end of the day, you've just got to make that choice and, and back, back what you do. Absolutely, and you've obviously made the right decisions. Now, getting back to the Terrelgan Cup win, Poke the Bear, he was tardy early, but he got clear on the first turn. At what point in the race did you think we've got this? First turn. Right. <laughs> yeah. When he, when he got away so cleanly and he, he got around, he got a knock on the first turn, on the first corner, and um, once he sort of got clear down the back, I thought, oh, well, I just knew how strong he was, and I thought um, the only concern was coming for off the back, uh, I thought, go around him, go around him, not inside. Yeah. And uh, thank God he went around him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's he's only a young dog. Uh, it's quite remarkable, really. He's just turned two, um, yeah. and he's won over $100,000. Uh, I mean, he's got such a bright future ahead of him, too. Oh, look, yeah, no doubt. Um, well, hopefully, anyway, if he stays sound <laughs> and continues on, he does. Of course, yeah, there's... Yeah, of course, there's a lot of other factors, but uh, he's into the Cranbourne Cup heats tonight. He's drawn box three. He comes up against Monster Fish again, but uh, he must be a bit happier with drawing closer to the rails. Yeah, look, and he does go well around Cranbourne. Like he's, he's, uh, I think he's got a personal best here at 29.88. He has. Um, which, you know, as you know, not, not a lot of dogs... Can break 30 break there. <laughs> 30 and, and to sort of break it by a couple of lengths, it's, um, yeah, he certainly does love the track. He does. There's only seven greyhounds in the race, so he would be very hard-pressed not to at least qualify for the final. The three fastest seconds get through, so you would expect to see him there. Um, well, let's hope so, because he is an exciting chaser. But, Darren, you've also got his litter brother out of range in the derby tonight at Wentworth Park. This guy took out the Silver Chief. I mean, you are living the dream at the moment. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look, and look, there's nothing wrong with him either. He, he's, he's equally a good dog. Um, you know, he's deserved his group one and and uh, worked hard to get it. He's, he's done it the hard way as well in the heats and the semifinals. And, you know, he, he fell uh, a few starts back at, at Warrigal. And, you know, as you know, when a dog falls, they can go either way. And luckily for us, he bounced back and and um, he's just slowly been sort of getting back to to, to his best again. And um, yeah, he's, he's just as good as Poke the Bear. He ran that equal twenty, equal um, fastest qualifier with Robert Britton's Greyhound um, at twenty nine ninety one. It was a, it was a great win from him. He got across on the first turn. He had some pressure, but he he kicked again. Yeah, he seems to do that every time. Um, he, he gets to the front, and if he hears footsteps, he just seems to kick and keep driving <laughs> further. And I've gone through his tapes, and and I've just seen it time in, time out, especially at the Meadows. Um, and it is a track that he does love. I wasn't sure whether he was going to handle Wentworth Park or not, but he's just handled it beautifully. And and um, yeah, he's just a just a, look at, and having that bit of early pace too. Obviously, is a big help. Um, he's always sort of in the mix going to the corner, and he's drawn well tonight. Well, hopefully, he'll um, yeah he'll he'll be he'll be fine. Well, Greyhound Clubs Australia, who used to be Agra, um, have just put out their rankings yesterday and out of range is equal first on top with raw ability. I mean, that that must give you a real buzz as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, just, I suppose, more from a breeding point of view, it, it does. It just makes you think that you're doing something right. Um, it's a big thrill and, yeah, yeah, very good result. So where are you heading to tonight, Darren? Are you heading to Cranbourne for the Cup Heat? So you're heading up to Wentworth uh, Park? We're heading to Sydney this afternoon, yeah. Yeah, oh, good stuff. Look, best of luck with both runners. Um, I'm sure they'll do you proud one way or the other, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more of these boys in the future. 
Yeah, well, both of them have received invitations to the Ten Lee. So after here, I think that's um, that'll be the preparation that they do is get ready for that. Hopefully, they're both get through. Um, so yeah, so it'll be get over this week, and then we'll get ready for the next one. We hope. Good luck, uh, Darren. Darren Pulio taking our call there on Talking Greyhounds. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts February 17 at the Meadows. Top quality greyhound racing with family entertainment, including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. Get yourself ready at themeadows.org.au. Racing Pulse. We'll be back on Monday reviewing another huge weekend of racing as we look forward to the big two-year-old races and also the Australian Guineas after the running of the Manfred. From 9 o'clock, the boys back in the studio on the verdict. We want all of your thoughts, the good, the bad, the ugly from the weekend, so make sure you join us. Racing Pulse. We're back Monday morning from 8.30 on RSN 927. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts Saturday, February 17 at the Meadows. Three awesome nights of top quality greyhound racing and loads of family entertainment, including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. And entry is free on all three nights. Find out more at themeadows.org.au. All Greyhounds, every Saturday, across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. We certainly are. You're with Andrew Q. Simone Fisher, Talking Greyhounds. You can hear the show, of course, across a Friday, Saturday on the RSN 927 website. Great to know uh, so many people are downloading and listening to the program, if not tuning in live of a Saturday. In a moment, Amanda Cameron from the Cranbourne Greyhound Club will take our call. Simone, just back to Poke the Bear, a very unique white dog, uh, obviously stands out because it's not that common. How how rare is that? Uh, and have you trained any dogs or encountered others of that nature? Um, oh, we have from time to time. Obviously, black is the most common colour. Um, we, we do get different coloured greyhounds through the kennel, but to be honest, Andrew, I don't take... That much notice. Punters uh, do, though. The, obviously, you see grey horses that have become favourites, as we know, right. through the years. So so it does stand out, though, a striking colour to win. The they dog do. is impressive in the photo finish and so on. They yeah. do. And I. it's funny you mention that because when I've been watching the replay of Poke the Bear um, and you were asking me about Shona's tips before, that greyhound is snow white. Like, he, right. he's not a shade of white. And... Um, you know, often you have white dogs that are hard to keep clean and I can assure you that that greyhound will be snow white and you can see it on the screen. You can see, I know the, the Thompsons, their, their place is just immaculate and the greyhounds are always presented like show dogs, you could say. Um, their coats are just absolutely beautiful and, and clean and how, that, how it should be and how most people do have their greyhounds and when you see him on the screen with the lights on him he really is quite striking mm. so I can understand why he's caught your eye for Well sure. the omen bet was if it draws the white as well. Oh well. Yeah with the same uh, colour. Alright um, we're about to uh, shortly catch up with the Cranbourne Greyhound Club's uh, uh, guest there, manager Amanda Cameron. Before that though uh, some fast times uh, Simone to mention. Yes, there have been again, of course. Mossimo Bale, a 29.36 at Sandown over the 5.15 for Andrea Daly. Uphill Jill at Sandown as well over that same trip, a 29.28 for David Gill. Mapunga Blazer ran a 29.40 over the same trip for Jeff Britton upon his return from a long spell, so good to see him back in the winner's circle. Aston Ando, a 22.51 at Warrigal, over the 400 there for Eddie Lyshout. Solitary Girl at Ballarat, a 450 metre win in 25 and 12 for Ray Drew. 
and strike a light back to her best as well a 24.99 win at Shepparton over the 4.50 for Brett Bravo Freddie Perfect for Michael Carter at Shepparton over the 3.90 a 21.99 Dinah Dean a 5.95 metre win at Sandown for Mark Delbridge in 33.97 Louis Lasagna a 21.91 win at Warrnambool over the 3.90 for David Burnett and Alpha Giorgio for Jeff Britton, um, his third win uh, on sand, at Sandown on Thursday night in 29.36. So some um, fast times there. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Plenty of fast times there, but there can only be one run of the week. Simone, what's your run of the week for Talking Greyhounds this week? Well, as he wasn't included in last week's show, Extreme Magic's win at the Meadows last Friday night. And incidentally, Andrew, this Greyhound did receive the CGA Award um, for Run of the Month. So a very popular win there, and it was an outstanding win. Love your doggies? The Greyhound leader, RSN927. Cranbourne Cup heats about to get underway this weekend and the Gippsland Carnival continues. And joining us on Talking Greyhounds, Simone is the manager of the Cranbourne Greyhound Club in Amanda Cameron. Good morning, Amanda. Thanks for joining us on Talking Greyhounds this morning. I know you've got a busy day and night ahead of you. I have, yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, the fourth leg of the Gippsland Carnival. Um, unfortunately, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but you only ended up with five heats, but... Um, Gee, you've got some great greyhounds going around in these heats. Yeah, we've got some good ones. Um, we've got every every heat has uh, some really good dogs in there. We've got a, a couple that have broken the the thirty thirty second barrier there. We've got uphill Jill in in um, heat four, which will uh, heat race no, one, say, yeah. race four, <laughs> yeah. um, who will uh, probably give them all a run for their money um, in that same. In that same heat, we've got um, Greg Carter, who's our president. He's got a, a runner in there who's been showing some really good form lately. So that will be interesting. Uh, heat two, we've got Monster Fish, who's in on the leaderboard at the moment for the Gippsland Carnival. Um, and then we've also got the same in the same heat, Poke the Bear, who won the Cherelgan Cup just last week. Uh, so that'll be an interesting heat as well. Um, then we've got... Heat three, who's got the bed of the day, I believe, in Hecton Bale. He was impressive at Sandown, wasn't he, over yeah. that 5.95? So there's absolutely no worries about him running out the 5.20 at Cranbourne. It is his first start on the track. Yes, it is, yes. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes, but I'm sure he'll be able to handle it. And you've also, uh, sorry to butt in, but you've right. also got a Queensland runner, Morris Minor, jumping from box five in heat three, Amanda. Yes, yeah, that, that's uh, it's good to see everybody coming down from other states and uh, got a few New South Wales runners as well throughout the uh, throughout the carnival too. So, um, yeah, seeing somebody from Queensland's great. It sure is. And looking at Heat 4, you've got Reckoning who ran third in yes. the Terrelgan Cup. Yes, and um, he's also broken the 30-second 30, 30 barrier here at Cranbourne. Um I think he'll have a bit of run for his money as well in Mr. Paparazzi. So, uh, pap- yeah, Paparazzi. Paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, then we've got also the famous Jezelinko in uh, the final heat. So, all some really good dogs in. in it's, it's great to see. It is. And what I was alluding to before, with this Gippsland Carnival, you've drawn the fourth leg, which is, it's been great. Like, it, it is really good. Like, week in, week out, we've got group heats and then group racing a final. But um, the way it's panned out, I mean, it would have been great to get 
eight heats. Um, but like we've said, the greyhounds, the quality that you've got in some of these heats, if they were all to get through to the final, what a ripping final you'll have. Yeah, it, it will be a great final if they all get through. And then, you know, and we all like a dark horse, so it would be good to see <laughs> uh, one of those other ones, you know, um, coming up through as well. So, uh, no, it, it, even though there's only five heats, it's okay. We, I mean, we all like to have, you know, I don't like to have the whole lot as being heats, but... Unfortunately, uh, you know, the trainers have to use their discretion as to what their dogs can handle. So, um, and having the carnival over, spread over a four-month period, it's a lot of a lot of ask for the dogs as well. So, um, but it's it's good. The carnival's been fantastic. It's um, given us a lot of publicity, a lot of um, work within the communities, each community at each um, each venue. So, um, it, no, it's really good to see. We've got a lot of free stuff going on here at Cranbourne for next, for the actual Cup. Cup night, yep, itself. Saturday yeah. week, yep. Free entry, free kids um, activities everywhere. We've got six bikes to give away for these kids. Um, we've got entertainment for the adults. So it'll be a really fun field night here at Cranbourne. And um, we've got VIP tickets we're selling, so if anyone's interested, give the office a call and we can book you in. Um, so, yeah, it should be a fun field night and I uh, can't wait to see what happens tonight and who's in the final. Oh, for sure. Well, I think we're all pretty excited. There's a lot of group racing on tonight with um, at Wentworth Park as well, Amanda, but you're very well versed in all this. Can you just give us a brief rundown of your background in greyhound racing? Um, well, I've been with the club now not quite four years. Um, and, yeah, I've learned a lot from my mentors here, which is my committee, and also all the trainers that come in and out. I have a great rapport with them all, so they all help me along the way. That's great. I have uh, a couple of my own dogs. Um, and, yeah, and I just have a trainer that looks after them. I don't do any of the training side of things. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a full-time job running a racing club, that's so that's it. understandable. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, no, no, it's all good. Um, we all get along. We're one big family here. Oh, that's, that's great to hear. And you also, as a child growing up, was it your, your grandfather yeah, dad, or your father? Yeah, when I was a little girl, my dad raced greyhounds. And, uh, yeah, so I had a little bit to do with them when I was a young kid. Um, and then obviously things happen through your life and then it's funny enough that I'm now into it again here and uh, yeah. So. Well, it sounds like you're enjoying it too and I think what we, we need and everyone in the industry that is greyhound orientated appreciates the fact that we do have people on committees and administrators that actually know firsthand the greyhounds because it's another language for some people, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. They they definitely, um, it's a need-to-know industry. Um, there are a lot of, you know, things that go on here that um, everybody has to, we have to make sure it's the welfare of the dog comes first and having a committee that is involved with their own dogs and so on, they know what it's all about and, and it's very good to have them as a manager, to back you um, and to be able to help look after the club and, and all those things. And, um, you know, our trainers are very good here. All of our trainers just love their dogs to death. And um, the dogs are probably treated 
better than most of the humans. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we don't mind he- we don't mind hearing that as long as the dogs are, are rugged and fed and watered. Um, us trainers can wait till we get home or, <laughs> or whatever. That's, but that's um, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, it sounds like you're on a winning formula, Amanda. Best of luck tonight with the heats, and best of luck with the cup next week because I know that the carnival and Terrelgan the other night was enormous and huge. So let's hope it all follows through to Cranbourne. Fantastic, yes. We we all have our fingers crossed, but I'm sure it will. It's so far looking to be a uh, huge success. So, Amanda Cameron taking our call there. Full coverage, of course, of the Cranbourne Cup on RSN 927. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts February 17 at the Meadows. Top quality greyhound racing with family entertainment including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. Get yourself ready at themeadows.org.au. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts Saturday, February 17 at the Meadows. Three awesome nights of top quality greyhound racing and loads of family entertainment, including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. And entry is free on all three nights. Find out more at themeadows.org.au. Doggy News. From start to finish, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Certainly are wrapping it up soon. You can always listen to this show and all of our other greyhound interviews on RSN 927 on our website with uh, our social media as well. All right, just before we wrap it up, uh, Simone, how did last week's dog to follow go? Outshined was last week's dog to follow. It ran second, beaten two lengths at Sandown on Monday over the 5.95. And incidentally, Andrew... He was beaten by my dog to follow Hot Tip from the week before and Hot Tip's now won three in a row. So um, a second placing there to Outshined. This week's dog to follow, if anyone saw Dinah Oscar's run at Sandown on Thursday night from Box 8 at only his third start, they'll know why he is my dog to follow this week. He showed a lot of track sense for a young dog, an inexperienced dog pushing between two dogs. Uh, look out for him, maybe at the Meadows next week. He's had three starts at Sandown there now for three wins in the times of 29, 69, 46 and 87. All right, what's your best bet? Is it at Cranbourne tonight? I am going at Cranbourne tonight. Uh, race eight, number seven, the last heat of the cup, Mossimo Bale. He has the early pace to get across to the rails. He has jumped his last couple of starts, but prior to that he was a bit of a risk early, so I'm taking a chance here, but he does come off a 29-36 win at Sandown. He has Jezelenko drawn on his outside, so who knows? It might just be that, um, you know, the, the local factor that might get Jezelenko across the line. Who knows? But uh, Mossimo Bale is my best bet. All right. What's coming up? Finals of the Heat, oh, the, the Derby and Futurity tonight at Wentworth Park, of course. Cranbourne Cup next Saturday night. And Sandown have their annual Frock and Roll Girls Night Out on February the 22nd. Terrific. Uh, more Greyhound news across the week ahead. Good luck to those at Cranbourne and other meetings. Until we're with our listeners again, Simone. You keep those tails wagging. 